everyone, and welcome to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. Today, I wanted to open with a story, one that I found almost 10 years ago, but the message is as powerful today as it was back then. It is entitled Sweater of Love and written by Amy Michelle Wiley. Dear sweetheart, I picked out a little pink sweater for you today. It has lace around the throat and sleeves. If only I could see you in it right now, all dolled up. I stood there in the store and got lost in thought for a while. I could picture you running around, playing with the stuffed bunnies on the shelves. Somehow, I always pictured you with a bunny rabbit. I could picture you in each of the little dresses hanging on the racks. You swirled in a happy dance when you saw the red one covered with little hearts and giggled when I told you that I loved you for each heart on that dress. Next, I found a purple jumper with little green froggies. I wondered if you'd be a tomboy who likes the mud. The shoppers must have wondered about me as I touched all the clothes and cried, but I think the young lady who worked there sensed my need to be left alone. Maybe she was a Christian too. I could almost feel her prayers for me. Reluctantly, I left the store with only the one little sweater. Somehow being surrounded by baby and toddler things makes you seem more real to me. I drove with the sweater in my lap and could almost hear you singing along with a VeggieTales CD. When I arrived at the Crisis Pregnancy Center, I allowed myself to sit in the car for a few minutes. I took my time cutting the price tag off the sleeve with my nail clippers. I pictured your little nails polished pink to match the cotton yarn. The kind receptionist inside the center looked up with recognition when I entered. She didn't say much, but gave me a tight hug like she did each year when I came in. Her hands were soft as she took the sweater, and her eyes said what her voice couldn't. I hope she knows I don't wallow in the past. This one afternoon each year is my special time with you. It's when I let myself think of what it might have been like to have you in my life for a little longer, to be the one who cheered you when you took your first step and the one you turned to when you fell. Deep in my heart, I know you understand why we aren't together. Your Christian family will have taught you that. They will have told you that we aren't together because I love you more than I love myself. I wanted to keep you, wanted you so badly that it ripped my very heart out when I let you go. However, I was bigger than my own wants. By God's grace, I knew you needed a daddy and a family that could give you so much more than I could, a hurting new Christian who was still a child herself. I pray that the memory gift I give the center will go to a child who will be as blessed as you. I pray the parents of that little girl will be strong enough to do the best thing, whether that is to keep her or to let her go to another. It's been six years now, darling. Know that I love you with all my heart and that I pray for you every day. I thank God for your family who keeps you safe and strong for me. Someday in heaven, we'll meet and I'll give you all the hugs I've held in my heart these many years. Until then, my love, your mommy. Adoption. What a beautiful word but one that is also sacrificial. 
For the mother in this story, she made a selfless decision to place her child into a loving home. But that didn't mean she loved her baby less or not at all. I think that was one of the things that grabbed me in this story, how this mother did something so precious as buying a piece of clothing in remembrance of her child. It reminded me that this choice was a sacrifice of pure love. She wanted what was best for her little girl, and that meant letting go. This upcoming Sunday, January 17th, 2021, is also known as Sanctity of Human Life a day set aside to remember that fateful moment in history when abortion became legal after the Supreme Court ruling in Roe v. Wade. Life inside the womb was no longer protected and viewed as disposable. As someone who has worked over 10 years in the pro-life movement, it is still hard to understand the reasoning behind those who fight to keep it legal, but I have also learned something else, and that is compassion. When I first came to work for the Pregnancy Resource Center, I thought I had it all figured out. In fact, it was so simple. Those who faced an unplanned pregnancy should place their child up for adoption. If they felt they were not able to parent at the time, after all, there were hundreds of couples who longed to have a child. The answer seemed so clear until I began to put myself in these ladies' shoes. It was not so easy to let go of a child you had born for nine months. I remember watching a video where several women shared their story of making the choice to give their child to another couple. Tears were shed, even though it had been many, many years. It was then, in that moment, that I realized just how sacrificial it was for these women to do what they did and how brave they were. I think sometimes we get caught up in the issue and forget that there are real people with emotions making these decisions. This is not like a math problem where you simply deal with the numbers to get an answer. People were made to feel, to react. Yet we often forget about this. I truly believe that the best thing we can do for someone is love them. Have compassion on them and let them know that we care about them as a person. When we do this, we will make the biggest impact. Women who have gone through either an abortion or an adoption will tell you that they still hurt and often They hurt in silence. I've spoken to many women in the counseling room, many that would bring up their past abortion, and the hurt was still there. It doesn't erase, but sadly, they are left to hurt alone. Think about it. These women are not allowed the privilege of grieving their loss as those that suffer a miscarriage because in that instance, people rally around with understanding, offering words of comfort. But when a woman suffers an abortion or chooses an adoption plan, she doesn't speak of it for fear of judgment, dreading words such as, well, it was her own fault that she was in that situation, or I can't believe she would do that. Trust me, these words have been spoken, but was it effective? No. Jude tells us that compassion makes a difference. And that is something that I want to leave you with today, something I want to focus on. We must be a people of compassion. Our churches are filled with hurting people, hurting people that won't let you know they're hurting. And when we speak of certain things, even good things, we need to rethink how they come out and how they will come across. I remember getting a training session on adoption and they said, don't tell them you are giving up your child. You are placing it Words have meaning, they have power, and they have a connotation with them. And that placing your child has a positive connotation. It doesn't make it any easier, but it is still a positive thought. It paints it in a positive light that you are placing your child into the arms of a loving 
couple that will love it and care for it. Can I encourage you to choose your words carefully? We are called to love others. I have witnessed the power of kindness, understanding, and grace in not just my own life, but in the lives of many of these women. I promise it makes a world of difference. So can I implore you to be willing to be used as a minister of grace and understanding? You never know, but God may have brought that particular person into your life because you have what they need. Are you willing to lay aside your judgment and be an ambassador of love from the king of love? These women are in desperate need. Their hearts are hurting and they're filled with shame, guilt, regret, fear, and sorrow. We can help lift that heaviness. God wants to use us to be a reflection of him. We are called to love others. We are called to make a difference, to be kind, to be gracious. Yes, we are to speak the truth, but we are to speak it in love. So can I ask you, are you willing to be used? Are you willing to be an ambassador of love? And to those who have gone through an abortion or placed your child into a loving home, I want you to know that you are loved. God wants to extend his mercy and forgiveness to you. He wants to heal all your hurts and give you a fresh start, one where guilt and shame are no more. I encourage you to look at the link in the show notes because there will be something especially for you. And no matter our past, whether we have gone through this experience or not, we are all daughters of the King of Kings and each called to lift the other up, to strengthen those who are weak and encourage each other in our walk with the Lord. No one is better than another and we have no right to judge someone else. My prayer is that we are a people who shine God's love into a world that is in dire need, that we spread the message of hope and healing found only in Christ. Can I also encourage you to look up your local pregnancy center? There will be a link in the show notes where you can find one. These ministries are fighting in the front lines. They are sharing God's love and proclaiming the message that life, all life, at all stages is precious. There are so many ways you can be involved by prayer, by volunteering, by participating in their fundraisers, spreading awareness, and of course, giving. I promise that if you reach out to them, it will be a blessing to both of you. These ministries are often under attack and face a lot of discouragement. Trust me, I know. And your call will brighten their day. Guaranteed. Let's seek to be a people that make a difference by how we live, that we are known by the love we have for each other. Together, we can make an eternal difference. And with that, I want to wrap up today's episode. Remember that no matter your past, you are still loved by a God who can forgive you of all your sins and make you new again. There is absolutely nothing, nothing that can keep you from the love of God. All you have to do is accept it. And I promise it will be the best decision you ever made. Have a wonderful day, my friend. Rest in the knowledge that you are loved with an everlasting love and can sit still knowing that he cares for you. Thank you.